Welcome back to the Successful Diligence Podcast. I wanted to make sure that you were aware of how valuable you are to us and me here at Successful Diligence as a listener of the podcast. It means so much that you allow me to provide value through the podcast and that you listen and you show up and you invest your time. It means the world to me and I so appreciate it. One way that you can show your appreciation for the podcast, if you've gotten any value from anything we've ever said um, in Sode, is you can support us financially so that we can continue to provide the value that you've come to know from the Successful Diligence podcast. And it can be literally less than a cup of coffee a day, 99 cents per month. That's less than a dollar per month, all the way up to five, ten dollars, however much you want to give. But as little as a dollar, less than a dollar, 99 cents, that would make such a difference to us. You can go to the show notes and you can click the link where listener support is highlighted. Um, There's different links in the show notes. Or you can go to anchor.fm backslash successful diligence backslash support and you can sign up there and literally it's one time per month 99 cents less than a cup of coffee and yet you would be having an impact on supporting this podcast to bring more value reach more people to have a greater impact in the world and we appreciate in advance any support that you're able to provide again anchor.fm slash successful diligence slash support or you can click the link in the show notes and show your support financially we appreciate it and we thank you in advance Welcome back to the Successful Diligence Podcast. I am so glad you are here for another episode. (laughs) I never take it for granted that you give me your time and your ear, and I know that I bring value. I hope that today's episode is going to be just beyond your expectations because I have a special guest all the way from Norway, and her name is Anya Rongard. And Anya is a strategist and empowerment coach who empowers online entrepreneurs to start, grow, and scale their online businesses with easy and simple strategies to hit consistent $5,000 months, y'all. She works with a holistic approach so that you can have the impact and income you desire while making your dream become your new reality. And the reason I had her on, because I know a lot of my listeners, you guys are not business owners. Well, actually, I don't know that for sure, but that's not really what the podcast is about. It's about you know creating that successful life. But Anya has insight into how to build and create a successful life in a holistic and balanced way. And that's why I'm so excited to have her on the show and to share her expertise with you. Anya, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Michelle. I've been so excited to jump on here and be with you today. (laughs) I am so excited to have you. And you are my first guest from Norway. So I am super stoked about that too. (laughs) Yay. Oh, that's so fun. (laughs) It is fun. I I mean, the pandemic is not a fun thing, but I have to tell you, I have been meeting the most incredible people because of everyone's home and on Zoom and we can do these things. And if you're watching... um, 
in the school, you can see that we are both so excited to meet each other because we never would be able to unless it was, you know, this time and season of, of our lives. So welcome. I'm so, I'm so glad to Thank have you. Thank you. So I'm for my so listeners, I'm, I, I, listeners, this is going to be a good one. I can just tell you, we are both energized and like excited. So Anya, for my listeners who are not familiar with you and what you do, just give us a little bit of background about who you are, what you do and how you kind of got into the work that you do. Yeah, so I actually, you know, I've worked with a lot of different things for a long time. And I realized along the path that I loved, you know, the holistic approach to life. I loved, you know, working with kind of not just entrepreneurs, but people that were trying to figure out, okay, how am I going to, you know, puzzle the pieces together to make the life that I wanted. So I didn't know what that looked like at the time, but, you know, going back like three years or four, four years, five years. Wow. That's a long time. I lived in Australia and that's kind of where all of my pieces fell in together. And, and I got to kind of work with people that, and start a school, which we had focused on holistic living. And that's where I started coaching. That's where I got most of my, you know, mojo from. And then after, you know, working with holistic approach for high achieving um, corporate women and actually you know, entrepreneurs, I realized that I loved strategies, numbers, all of that nitty gritty. So I transitioned into that type of coach, but I've always kind of brought with me the holistic approach because I think to be successful, we need to have that holistic approach to life. And it's not to put under a rock that, you know, all of us, when we love what we do, we work probably more hours than we should, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like it's, it's because you love it and it's not work. It's it, you, you sort of get into the zone and you look up and you're like, it's 3am. What am I doing? Go to sleep. (laughs) Yes. Yes. So uh, for some people, you know, holistic is a big word. And I know that we Mm. use it a lot in the coaching industry and in the health and wellness industry as well. Break it down. What is holistic? What does that mean in practical terms? I think holistic means that you're taking care of basically the different parts of your life in a way that is sustainable. So you know that life consists of different things. I I used to call it the three pillars of life. It's Mm. your health, it's your relationship, it's your career. And all of those things needs to kind of not just drain you, but also give you energy. So you need to kind of figure out, okay, where where's the balance between when I'm giving and when I'm receiving and how am I going to, you know, balance that out so that I can live at my, you know, peak point. We want to always be energized. We want to always, you know, be able to give, but how am I going to charge and also figure out, you know, okay, how am I going to get that kind of balance? That would I say would be a definition of holistic. It's kind of putting your pieces, your life into a place where you can, you can do this life for a long time without being, you know, burned out, which it's almost like an epidemic in itself, right? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, if you're successful, you've probably had some sort of experience with what we call burnout. And I put it in quotation marks because it looks different for different people. Um, But I love what you said about how, well, and we're going to dig into pillars, the three pillars, (laughs) because that that piqued my interest. But I love what you said about things being interconnected. And it really Mm. is your whole life. And holistic is spelled H-O-L. But really, I think of it as W-H-O-L-E, holistic, your whole Mm. self. And like you said, it really is about the balance between your mental, your health, your spiritual, like physical, everything. Um, And so I love that that is um, top of mind for you. And I, I, so I want to dig into a couple different things because I want to dig into your strategy mind, but I also want to bring your expertise out. I'm just so excited to talk about all the things. 
Um, so why don't we start with what are your like three pillars that you mentioned? What are, what are those? So like I mentioned, the three pillars are your health. So your health is kind of, you know, what you eat, how your, your body is, but also, you know, sleep. I think that's something that we forget a lot of times, you know, drinking water, but also, you know, just overall health, health, health is mentally, but also physically. So we need to remember that it's both. And then the other one is a relationship and relationship to yourself, because you need to be, you know, feel good about yourself, your family, your friends, and, you know, so forth. But, you know, how we, because we're, it's kind of strange to say, but I feel like we're kind of like, we need connections in order to have a fulfilling life. And so, but we need to be good with ourselves first to be able to have good connections with others. So that kind of intertwine in such a in, a, in a, in a way that it kind of makes it a good match because when we're good with ourselves, we tend to be more outgoing. We tend to, you know, attract people that we want to spend more time with as well. And the third one is career, which can also be, you know, self-development in some ways. It's kind of like developing the yourself and maybe, you know, your business or, or a career that you're you know, feeling like you're fitting into. And so those are what I would call the three pillars of life. <laughs> mm -hmm. I love those. And all of those are really, I mean, in and of itself, you can have a career just in one of those. Let's go a little bit deeper into each of them. So the first one you said was your health, right? And mm -hmm. you were mentioning sleep, hydration, um, you know, physically feeling good. And I just want to highlight listeners, hydration and sleep are the two most important things for your brain health. And your brain yeah. health impacts everything else, emotional, physical, and mental. So talk to me about how you work with your high achieving, you know, high driven, successful <laughs> people when they're mm -hmm. sacrificing their health for material success or whatever other kind of success. How do you help them get back to balance in the health arena? Yeah, I think a lot of times, you know, the big question would be, you know, what, what do you want to live for? Because if you're only living for work, well, then you probably will die working. <laughs> Let's just be honest here, you know? But then at the same time, you know, if you want to have like a life where you are feeling joyous, you're feeling light, you're, you know, all of that, you probably need good health to be able to do so. And so a lot of it comes back to routine. So I've seen, you know, a lot of, you know, the higher achieving when you're, you know, on the run all the time, it kind of comes back to, you know, you need to kind of be able to time manage and set aside time you know, be intentional with the time that you have, because all of us, we just have 24 hours in a day, right? And, and kind of be intentional with those times, like with, with time slots that you're setting aside time for yourself. So I, I'm a big fan of, you know, morning routines. I believe okay. if you have a good morning routine, you can set yourself up for success. A lot of, you know, the mindset. So, you know, I always talk about, you know, having your visualization, being grateful, you know, starting your day off in a good kind of vibe, so to say, yeah. is a great way to kind of get things done. And also another thing that I've seen is if you're always feeling like, you know, the society kind of tells us that you shouldn't be able to get everything that you need done in 24 hours. You know, mm, you're yeah. kind of going to bed, you're thinking, oh, I should have done all of these things, but I just didn't have the time. And you wake up the next morning and you're thinking about all the things that you have to do and you're kind of already feeling defeated. So one of the biggest strategies in health is actually switching that. So instead of feeling, you know, that you're two steps behind, 
start switching it to, okay, what can I do to be one step ahead? Because if you're feeling like, you know, you're always on, you know, the front end instead of always lacking time, a lot of times you'll have more, more time. It sounds strange, but it actually, it's kind of like it does something with our mind and yeah. with the opportunities. So a lot I of times, you know, planning it. I love that reframe of flipping it because it is true when you change your perspective and your lens of the, of what you're looking at, for some reason it does change everything, even though nothing changes. It's like almost when you're in that, like those, those dark times or those, those frustrating times. But when you change your Mm -hmm. perspective on it, like, okay, this is not hurting me. This is going to help me grow and become the person I want to be it almost then makes you excited. Like, okay, how can I conquer this? What's the adventure? What am I supposed to learn? And then it helps mm-hmm. you get through it because you have a different energy and a different like insight into it. I love that. I love that. What if you're yeah. not a morning person though? Like I'm not a morning person at <laughs> all. So would I still have a morning routine? Can I do it at night? Can I do it during the day? Does it matter? I don't really think so. I'm not a morning person either, <laughs> but I do it in the morning just because I want to set my day. So I'm always like, well, you know, if if you're a morning person, good on you. <laughs> I, I envy those people. Okay. Yeah. But you know, I always tend to be like, okay, if I, you know, are on the run or I'm doing something or jumping on a call or whatever, you know, you're doing, I'm trying to figure out, okay, how can I incorporate that? You know, just switching my brain to that part. So basically mm-hmm. I would, you know, while I'm brushing my teeth, you know, when I'm putting on my makeup, then I would do the routine as a part of that. And then maybe, at another time, I might be able to sit down, you know, have my coffee or, or something like that. But it really just depends on who you, basically who you are as a person. Because some people like to have those, you know, special moments sitting down. You kind of what you see on TV or, you know, you're sitting down <laughs> with your journal, you know. And yeah, like those 20 minutes of meditation <laughs> yeah. and I'm journaling and I have my, my green tea or my coffee and I'm, I'm mm-hmm. already looking so beautiful. Like that is not me. I, I, can, I can relate to the while I'm brushing my teeth, I'm doing gratitude. Yeah. Or, well, I actually yeah. do gratitude before I get out of bed. That's the first thing I do. I open my eyes. Awesome. And what am I grateful for today? But I could mm-hmm. see about shifting that mindset while you brush your teeth or while you're in the shower, sort of mm-hmm. like healthy multitasking. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like making it work for where you're at. And then I think, you know, being active in a part of a part of your day is also something we have to choose. There's so much, you know, when deciding something, but if you decide to do it every morning, there's going to be a shift in your mind. There's just something that happens when we decide to. And so, you know, being active um, really helps with keeping up routines. And I think we forget that a lot of times. And when we, you know, decide, okay, I'm going to, let's say I'm going to be active for 15 minutes every single day. Everyone can do that. 15 minutes is totally okay. And, and the health um, price, so to say, is going to be tremendous if you do that 15 minutes every day for the rest of your life. Yeah. I love that starting small, but the payoff and the benefit are so they outweigh almost that little bit of time. I love that. That's so practical. So that's really helpful. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's move into the second pillar about taking care of yourself. Right. And I love what you said. And I honed listeners. I know you honed in on it too, because I say this all the time. You teach people how to treat you. So if you don't treat yourself well, you're teaching people Mm -hmm. they can treat you unwell as also, and that's not okay. Right. So how do you help your high achieving women take care of themselves because they are so busy, you know, they've got so much responsibility. They're usually putting other people first. How do you get Mm -hmm. them to focus on themselves and make themselves a priority? 
it's setting the intention. I know that sounds very easy, but you know, I think a lot of, you know, us women, we need to lower the bar for our expectation to ourselves and actually, you know, be more realistic. Mm. And, and that might sound harsh, you know. I was thinking like, wow, that's nuts. It sounds so so easy and it's simple, but it's not easy to do. But I love what you're you're saying. Everything you're saying has an undertone of make a choice, set the intention, mm. be purposeful. And I think that's part of the key is that when you make that intention and make that choice, you somehow put energy behind it, and then you're empowered to actually make it happen. So I, you know, I do yeah. agree with you on that. Yeah. And so I think, you know, when you, because what I tend to see with a lot of high achieving women, first of all, they're pretty badass. Like, let's just say it. They're pretty badass. But well, then, yes, we are. Thank you. <laughs> yes, we are. Yeah. But, but also, you know, they tend to be perfectionists. They mm -hmm. like things a certain way. They need to have it done that way. And so letting go of that control a lot of times will give you more space in your, your brain and your, your time because maybe you can, you know, either have someone in your company or, you know, it's kind of strange. I've, when I met my husband, you know, he's a, one of the top sellers in his company. And uh, I was always, you know, curious. I was like, he can just leave work mm -hmm. and not think about it and then go back and just sell. And, and be good at it. How does he do that? How does he do that? Like, yeah, that was what I was like. I was like, I need to figure out what this was. And this was when we were dating. And I was like, you know, this is so interesting. What, how, because I could never have done that. Because mm -hmm. I would be thinking about all the things that I should do or didn't do right. Or, you know, what I should have done better. You know, all the things that we think about us. And I think that's, a, you know, a woman thing or something like that. Yeah. And he just said, you know what? I did the best that I could. I can't go back and do it better. So I'm going to just make tomorrow the best day that I can. I was like, that makes sense. And that's you so know? interesting. <laughs> it's so interesting because it's being present minded. It's like, you know what? I gave what I could. I did what I could. And then it's also taking, I think with women, we struggle with this a lot too, is that there's shame and not doing enough or we're so, mm -hmm. so self-critical and judgmental of ourselves, yeah. like almost worse than if anyone else was saying it to us, but men, high achieving men, ratio wise, and I'm not saying all because there is no all, right? We're all unique, but yeah. in general, if we're stereotyping, you know, they don't struggle as much with that on the outward, you know, outwardly at least. And I think that's so important that we take judgment and shame out and say, yes, I did the best I could. And you mentioned something earlier too, where you were saying about, um, getting that win, something that you did well every day and honoring yes. that and noticing that and, and celebrating a win so that, okay, maybe I didn't do everything perfect, but guess what? I did this right. I did that right. I made it through the day and that can mm -hmm. be enough. I, I love that. Yeah. And I think that, you know, being able to say, okay, well, I did this and this and this and this, when we start kind of looking at, okay, what did I do today? I think a lot of times we will be amazed by what we do because, you know, it's kind of just interesting because um, women tend to think about all the things that they didn't get done. Men t tend to think about all the things that they did do. Interesting. And so, you know, we need to switch our brain to, okay, think about all the things that we did do and forget about the rest. You can do that another time. You know, it doesn't matter. And kind of being intentional with that, because I think that's one of the biggest keys to being successful and also kind of celebrating what you're able to do, because you're not, you can't be superwoman every day, you know, like you can't just, it's just the part, you know, you can't, 
but what if you could be, but it didn't entail all the things that you should or should have done, you know, if that makes sense, you know? And I think that is such a great way of thinking of life. You know what I really like about that is that focusing on what you did and what you did well versus what you didn't get done or what you missed, that is a, that's a very profound key right there because it's a reframe, right? And it shifts mm-hmm. you into, but I did this and this and this. And I think you're right. We forget all the things we, we, that we've done. So maybe I think I'm going to do that. Like at the end of the day, I'm going to write down all the things I did. And I'll probably be like really surprised. Like, wow. Yeah, a lot done. All right, go ahead. Let me, you know, yeah. <laughs> give it to me. Yeah, yeah. I have a little dance party when I do that. <laughs> yeah, and, and right. I think that's so important. Yeah, I I agree. I agree, and I love that. Those are really good. Pra- what I really like about what you're saying is that it's practical. It's things that, <laughs> that are very. Um, you almost get like your your big bang for your buck. You get that return on your investment of intention and purpose and time but it, the benefit it brings you is huge and it just really helps you to propel towards success so mm-hmm. all right let's move to the third pillar so talk to me yeah. about your third pillar so the third pillar is career or you know self-development or you know because there's there's people that so the business that i'm in or the things that people that I work with are usually high achieving women but usually the high achieving women sometimes are also, you know, stay at home moms or they work in the corporate world. And, and I think we need to just give an applause, you know, a mental applause to, to women <laughs> staying home with their kids, you know, oh my goodness, okay? yes. and, and, and getting their business up and running. I'm, I'm amazed by all that they do. <laughs> and I think in that, you know, we need as women, as individuals, as, you know, a part of a society, we need to have a career that does, that kind of fulfills a need of making a different difference, you know? And I think for us to make a difference, whether or not, if that looks like you being home or if you starting your own business or working in a corporate world, I think it's important to just remember, you know, using your strengths and using your impact and making sure that you're working out of a place where you are feeling not, I don't want to say fulfilled, but kind of like in the place where you want to be and being yeah, like able you're contributing. to be challenged. You're actually contributing yeah. and, and giving, you're walking in your purpose, right? Yeah. You're becoming the best version of yourself in whatever season you're in. I love that. Yeah. And I think our careers need to, you know, also challenge us because when we think about, you know, when we go to school and, and learn, and I think, you know, going into the career or going into, you know, um, whatever we do in life, we need to be challenged because when we're challenged, I'm not saying that you should be challenged beyond borders, but you know, just kind of that, you know, little bit out of com- your comfort zone each and every day, mm-hmm. I think is actually healthy. Yeah. I think it's good for us. It kind of, it makes us alert. It makes your brain kind of, you know, stay in the same place and get challenged. And I think it's good for the society because it, it kind of challenges the way, you know, the status quo. It challenges Well, the yeah, quo. and when you become uncomfortable, you stretch yourself and you can discover gifts and talents you didn't even know you had. Like there were yes. some things when I, because I used to work with um, kids and families and child welfare, foster care and adoption mm-hmm. for 20 years. Wow. And when I moved wow. into the corporate world, I discovered skills that I didn't realize I had. <laughs> And I was like, oh, wow, I am good at this. All right, well, let's rock Mm. it out then, (laughs) you know? Yeah. When you're learning and growing and you're, like you said, your self-development, you discover things about yourself that you maybe didn't know were there. And that can be the key to like your multi-million dollar idea or your Mm -hmm. next, you know, great success that brings you the most fulfillment or whatever success is for you. That could be the key 
But unless you're mm-hmm. investing in your self-development, you won't know that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, I, I agree. That. I love that. So <laughs> let yeah. me ask you this. Okay. So mm-hmm. let's say, you know, people are working with you and you're coaching them and they're like, yes, we're rocking it out, Anya. You are helping me. I'm the badass, wonderful woman I am. How do you help people not get to that place where now we're on autopilot again and we're starting to burn out and life is not filled with that like luster and glitter anymore? Like, how do you, how do you help people prevent that? <laughs> Well, I think it's actually funny. I, I talked to two of my newest clients. They're like four weeks into my coaching at the moment. They're starting their business, you know, and, and I want to say, you know, life is, isn't just, you know, a straight line. You'll have good days. You'll have bad days. You feel more tired. Sometimes you'll be more excited other times and that's okay. But, you know, knowing, and I think it's, it comes back to, I'm, I'm guessing as I'm talking, I'm realizing a lot on, you know, making the decision. I think that would be the theme of today, but, you know, um, allowing yourself to be like, well, if you have a bad day, if you're feeling burnout, allow yourself to take time off. So actually a lot of times what happened is that, you know, after working with, you know, women in in that place for a long time, I recognize when it's going to happen. So usually I'm kind of, you know, on the alert. And when it happens, a lot of times, you know, they call me or, you know, text me and be like, I'm just, I don't know what to do. You know, (laughs) I'm just, so I don't know what to, kind of in that frustrating place. And, you know, I'm like, well, you just need to allow yourself to take a step and just stand still. Mm. Take an early weekend, yeah. you know, Give again, drop, yeah, drop the, you know, all that I should do and just, you know, don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it sounds easy. It's harder than it, it sounds. Uh, but I think also learning how to recognize those things them yourself, like learning how to recognize your signals. And so a lot of times what the coaching would be afterwards be, okay, what did you feel? when that happened what was happening that week what was the cause of you you know starting to get into that place of you being exhausted what happened okay how are you going to do that next time what did you learn and kind of making them aware of the sameness of their own body yeah self-awareness is so important and i also love the fact that you're highlighting something that i tell you listeners all the time ask new questions, ask those questions and find out what is the evidence. So if I'm tired, why am I tired? What was happening? Is there some, an emotional trigger? Look at the, look at the, the time of year. There are some times where, um, like I have aunts and uncles who passed away and it's funny when their birthdays come around or the day that they died came around, I'll, I'll forget that it's that day, but my body remembers. And so I, I'll feel different and I'm like, Oh, it's, it's that day. Let me give myself some grace. Let me be Mm self-aware. Let me, like you said, take a moment and just breathe and say, you know what? It's okay if I don't get that done today. Um, so I think that's so important. I love that. And you're right. Making the decision and the, and setting the intention and the choice really is the first step. I mean, yeah, you got to do that before anything else. Right. (laughs) Yeah. And it's, it's weird. It's kind of like our brains are wired that way. I know that Mm -hmm. if you're sitting, you know, if you're sitting on your couch and you're like, oh, I'm thinking I should go for a walk. You will never go for that walk. <laughs> that is the you know, truth. I'm, I'm going to tell you, you'll, you'll never go. You'll just sit on that couch and, you know, scroll Netflix or whatever. But if you say, I'm going to go for a walk, 90% of the time, 
you will just end up going for a walk because mm -hmm. you've kind of already, even if you didn't really decide, but you just said it, it's a word, it's kind of your brain registers. It's very strange. So, you know, being intentional with, with how you say things is, is really, it can affect your life tremendously. And, and, and like you said, I love what you said about our bodies remember. It's kind mm -hmm. of like our brain remembers too. It's something that is subconscious, subconscious subconscious yeah, yeah. You know, no, it's, you're it's right. not something you're that right. we think about yeah you're, you're absolutely right you're absolutely right I love that um wow such good stuff and so practical that's, <laughs> what, I really, that's what I really like about what you're saying it's, it's practical what is like the f most favorite thing that you do um not in, in in your professional world like in your coaching world and in your business what's your favorite thing that you do um with clients so what's your favorite I, part of it? <laughs> <laughs> I want to say setting the strategy, but that might, yeah. <laughs> I like the nitty gritty part. So, you know, I love planning out. So if, when I work with entrepreneurs that are like, well, Anya, I want to hit 5k or 10k and being like, okay, let's smash it out. Let's look at what needs to get done to make it happen. Mm. That's, that's my favorite part. Just, you know, planning it out and then being able to see them follow through and get their wins. And, you know, being able like, to last night, you know, one of my clients in, in Canada, she texted me and she was like, I had my three first sale today. Ooh, and, you know, exciting. being able, you know, being able to celebrate that and be like, heck yeah, you did. You, you, you know, because she'd been working towards and seeing it kind of happen and get, seeing them get excited about following a plan because making a plan and following it, you know, can't be isn't always that exciting <laughs> it's well, not you, always that exciting <laughs> you bring up a good point too because you can make a plan right and you can get the strategy and you can know all the things to do like when we diet i know i need to eat more vegetables i need to, i need to drink more water <laughs> i need to get sleep i need to exercise now, yep. doing it is a whole different ball game so how do you work with those people who they're on board they're on fire i've got the plan anya thank you so much we've got the strategy <laughs> i know what to do and then a week goes by in two weeks and they're not doing it. What happens then? <laughs> uh, I will go and be like, Hey, excuse me. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm very, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit blunt. I'm a bit, you know, I think it's like my um, Scandinavian in me. We're not, you know, as soft. <laughs> uh, we're very straightforward. And so then I would probably ask, you know, okay, why aren't you doing what you're doing? Mm. And a lot of times it actually is like, I don't know how to do it. Mm. A lot of times it's, it's actually not knowing if you don't know how to take the next step, you know, you're not going to do it. But when you start walking, it's kind of like when you start doing it, even if you just have no clue what to do, if you just start, things will fall into place. And um, I love physics. And so a lot of times I will use like Newton's law where he says, you know, if you have a ball like uh, that's sitting still. And you, you have to actually push it. You need to do that. You know, again, the action, you need to apply the force to make it start rolling. But when it starts rolling, it's a lot easier to just kind of continue. You don't need as much force. So a lot of times I'm very hands-on in the first week because that's when you need the most push. That's when you need to kind of help, help on pushing that. So, so a lot of times clients don't really end up getting to the point where they don't have you know, nothing has happened in two weeks, but, um, you know, it actually has happened with one and she told me she was doing things and I was like, well, I'm not seeing it, <laughs> you know, and, and being really honest and be like, okay, so what, how can I help you? 
because you know as a coach you're there to help and I also you know I I mix consulting and coaching because I think you need someone to give you direction and push as well not just asking you questions to get along the way you need that extra push to get that thing rolling if that makes sense <laughs> yeah no absolutely and I, I really really like um, how you broke that down because it's true you know, getting that momentum is so important. And sometimes you do need someone to have that foot in your back, pushing you to, to take mm -hmm. that first step. Yeah. Um, but also it, it also ties into your other pillar where if you don't know what you're doing, mm -hmm. it's a great learning opportunity, self-development, learn the skill or ask someone how to help. You know, can you teach me? Can you show me? Hire someone, you know, if you're a business person, hire someone lower cost and watch them do it so you can learn also or get the help you need whatever it is um so i really really like that um and it's striking me everything that you're saying is so practical like it makes so much sense but i understand that it's not easy which is why people hire consultants and coaches and and they need people like that in our in your life which is why the whole coaching industry exists right um mm -hmm. So I just, I really, really appreciate that about your approach. And I love you brought Newton into it because it is scientifically proven. Take a step and you will be able to take another step and what you need yeah. will show up. I love that. Mm -hmm. Oh, Anya, we yeah. are getting our time. So what are like one to three things that you really want the listeners to walk away with from this conversation? Yeah, I think the three things that I would love for you to sit back is, you know, be you know, intentional with your time. Make sure that you're good at time management because that will truly give you more freedom in your in your day-to-day -day life. And and set aside time for taking care of yourself. Make sure that you're taking care of you and not just, you know, I need food and I need water. Take care of the whole you. Um, you know, being with friends, taking, you know, all that that entails, the holistic approach, right? We talked about the three pillars. Just take care of you. And the last one is, you know, take care of your, the close relationships that we have. I don't know. I, we didn't touch that much upon that in this podcast, but being in, we've just been through, you know, the pandemic and everything and, and be intentional with your close friends, your family and spend time with them because, you know, those are your closest people. Those are, you know, the ones that are going to cheer you on. So make sure that you're, you know, spending time with them and being intentional with, with the time that you have with them as well. Yeah, I think that's important. I'm glad you brought that up because community is so important, even for mm -hmm. people who are not close with their family, but they have friends. Yeah. They've got, you know, someone in your life, even if it's a Facebook group, that is a community mm -hmm. and you'd be surprised online how relationships can develop. But you're right, because yeah. we are human beings and we are wired for connection. And that is so important. And, mm -hmm. you know, there is science about how your mental health and your emotional health can change significantly even your body chemistry when you have connection with other people so it is really important i'm glad you highlighted that yeah. um, definitely and i love i just really really love that you're out there doing the work because it really does take a holistic approach to be successful in life not just successful in a career or an mm -hmm. endeavor but in life and to be a successful person whatever that means to you being your best yeah. version of yourself like you need to take care of the whole h-o-w-h-o-l-e i can spell <laughs> the whole <laughs> you, right um so i just really really appreciate your work and i love what you're doing and i really appreciate the way that you practically broke it down for us today thank you so much for coming on the show this was really really helpful 
Oh, you're so welcome, Michelle. I'm so happy to be here. I'm so glad I got to you know, jump on and share this with you and your listeners. And yeah, this has been such a fun opportunity. So thank you so much for having me. Yeah, and we're connected now. So who knows, we may have you back for another <laughs> little, you know, uh, I don't know, something. <laughs> but we're connected yeah. now. So I'm, I'm excited. <laughs> if people want to work with you, if the listeners are like, yeah, I really like her approach, I want to get more, where can they find you? How can they connect with you? Yeah, sure. So you can connect with me. My brand is called Refreshed Lifestyle. So you can just Google that. And I think I'll be the first one that pops up. I also have a Facebook community group for people that wants to start up where I go live. I do different training. It's called Fearless and Empowered Entrepreneurs. Mm, I'll put all the links in the show notes. So uh, listen, you can click and go. You can click and go. I may have to join that community because that sounds really yeah. interesting. I love that refreshed living. That is so on target with your whole approach. I love that refreshed mm-hmm. living. And I think that's your website too, right? Refreshedliving.com. Yeah. Yep. Refreshed so I'll put all the links in the show notes. Yeah. Listeners, go check Anya out. She is so incredible. I'm just so glad that you were able to come on. It, this has been so oh. fun. <laughs> Thank you, Michelle. This has been so fun. I love, I love this. <laughs> Yay. Well, listeners, as always, keep walking. Always, always keep walking because if you continue to walk one choice at a time, like Anya said, one intention at a time, one decision at a time, you will reach your destiny and your destination. So keep walking. And on the journey, always, always choose gratitude.